Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 20th of December, and as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, you can hear the rain pounding down in Sydney on the roof of my office. So uh, you'll have to forgive me for the background noise that we have in place at the moment, but uh, certainly a a welcome relief from some of the heat that we have seen in the last few days. However, it is getting a little close to Christmas Day, and it'd be nice for the sun to shine then. Anyway... We shall see. All right, well, let's go straight away to the scores on the doors for the day. And another day, another record. That's the way of things at the moment. The U.S. market continues to push higher and higher. Dow Jones up 2.52, up 0.68%, a 3.37,558. It had a high of 257 up and a low of six points up. So never negative and only five points off its highs, pushing higher into the close. NASDAQ up 0.66%, 98 points, 15,003. We got there, didn't we? 15,000 we got there for the NASDAQ as we talked about yesterday. The S&P 500 up 0.6%, 28 points. No middle for diddle for that one today. 47.68 and the Russell 2000 screaming ahead. Certainly does seem to be where the money is going at the moment in the small and mid caps in the US. And those magnificent seven underperforming slightly. The Russell 2000 up nearly 2%. Fixed volatility index still languishing. 12.51 up 0.2. SPY futures up another 35 points or 0.47%. Yesterday we hit 74.89, up 63 points. Uh, Resources, especially the iron ore miners, are leading the charge. BHP, Rio and Fortescue, all pretty much all-time highs. That iron ore price remains very firm, around 135 US dollars a tonne. So bear in mind, most of the iron ore producers in Australia, uh, a dry metric tonne cost for them is around, well, probably below 20 bucks a tonne. It's selling for $135 a tonne. You can kind of see the margins there are pretty impressive, and uh, it certainly will help the big three be generous to their shareholders. All right, well, looking at uh, European markets, they were better as well. Stock 600 up 0.4, FTSE up 0.3, Germany up 0.6. We had Asian markets, little mix yesterday. Japan up 0.7. We did see the Bank of Japan uh, reiterating that they aren't going to change their policy. Uh, it has been in place for many a decade, so why change now? 0.7% higher for Japan. Hong Kong down 0.8 of a percent. Looking at US bonds, we had the 10 years down to 3.929, down another one and a half basis points. 3.929. The US two years. and the Aussie 10-year, 4.09. That gap between the US and the Aussie 10-year has opened up. Certainly Michelle Bullock seems to be a little bit more hawkish, judging by those minutes we saw yesterday from the RBA than the Federal Reserve. Hence the gap opening between the US 10s and the Aussie 10s, and also the Aussie dollar pushing a little higher 
uh, up 0.8 of a percent, 67.60. The US dollar down 0.4 of a percent on the US dollar index. So certainly are seeing that uh, divergence between the US outlook with rate cuts on the horizon and Michelle Bullock talking yesterday in the RBA minutes that the RBA had considered a rate rise, although they did hold off in the end. What's driving the US market? Well, certainly the weight of money at the moment. Fund managers the most overweight equities relative to cash since January 2022. That's according to the Bank of America's latest survey findings. January 2022. That wasn't that long ago, was it? Expectations for a soft landing for the US economy continue to heighten. And the latest Atlanta Fed model shows that American consumer confidence appears intact. Don't forget the US consumer accounts for 70% of the US GDP, so it is a massive factor. As far as the rest of the market goes uh, in the US, uh, we did see some uh, more Fed heads out and about making themselves relevant this time of year. Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond, President Thomas Barkin, suggested that the US Central Bank would cut interest rates if recent progress on inflation continues, but said he is still looking for conviction that inflation is heading back to the Fed's 2% target. Uh, the Atlanta Fed chief, Rafael Bostic, while saying he sees no urgency to cut rates, he still expects two rate cuts in the second half of 2024. A trader's currently pricing in a 67.5% chance that the Fed will cut a quarter point in March. I get the feeling that maybe that is a little bit too optimistic on the fate or of the rate rise, or the rate cut rather, for the US, but we will wait and see. All right, looking to other things in the U.S., um, energy stocks outperforming there with uh, oil prices rising. Ostendal Petroleum were up 2.3, and Halliburton and Exxon were more than 1% higher. So uh, that is uh, on the back of this issues in the Red Sea at the moment. And we also saw home construction and home builders rising on Tuesday. Uh, the U.S. iShares Home Construction ETF and the home builders up around 1.4, 1.3%. They are higher by about 16 and 14% respectively for the month. Good for James Hardy, I have to say. Uh, that is a good news story for James Hardy. In fact, uh, uh, that one was uh, a little better overseas as well. So that will continue to rock and roll. Uh, also may help the likes of uh, CSR and Borrell as well. All right, well, let's turn to commodities now. And we did see, uh, let's go to, sorry, let's go to US stocks first. Uh, NVIDIA down 0.9, AMD up 0.9, Netflix up 1.8, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, 1.6% higher, Tesla 2% higher, Amazon down 0.2, Alphabet Spaghetti up 0.7, Apple up 0.5. They are looking for a workaround around the uh, patent issue they have with the Apple Watch latest iteration, just in time for Christmas. Of course, they are stopping selling those watches, but get your orders in early. It is creating a bit of a rush, I would imagine, for those watches. US banks firmed as well. JP Morgan up 1.3, Goldman's up 1.6, Morgan Stanley up 1.3. Where they go, Macquarie follows. So expect to see Macquarie kick on again today. Bank of America up 0.3%. Overseas, Commonwealth Bank was up 1.8%. UBS used to be smart, certainly looking smart at the moment, up 3.4% in Europe. Barclays up 0.8% of a percent. Deutsche up 0.5%. In commodities last night, well, the oil price continues 
to tickle higher just in time for Christmas and we have seen more problems in the Red Sea etc. 12% of the world's trade uh, does go through the Red Sea so that is certainly a factor. Uh, Brent crude price up 1.8%, $1.44, WTI up 1.5% to 73.23, up a dollar and seven. Gold with that US dollar coming under a bit of pressure, gold doing well, $12.70 up 0.6 of a percent. 2,039 bucks at the moment. Platinum up 0.9 of a percent. Silver having a good day up 1.1% there. LME prices also firmed. Copper up 1.5%. Nickel up 1.4%. Aluminium down 0.9%. Zinc up 1.6%. Lead up 1.1%. Ton up 1.6% as well. Not much trading difference in iron ore, coal or uranium according to our numbers. As far as mining stocks overseas go, BHP ADRs up 1.7%, Rio ADRs up 1.3%, we had Glencore up 1.1%, Freeport up 2%, Vale up 0.9%, Arbomile 2.1%, Newmont up 1.7%, SQM having done the deal with Gina to team up and buy Azure Minerals, AZS, up uh, 2.7%, Sigma which will help Latin resources up 2.9%. And U.S. and European oil stocks slightly better, better in the U.S. Exxon and Chevron up 1.3%. In terms of what's happening in our market today, well, we do have the Westpac leading index for November at 10.30. All eyes will be on that. We also got the Prime Ministers of New Zealand and Australia holding talks today on regional security. And uh, we get the NZ December ANZ Consumer Confidence UK November CPI tonight and Eurozone Consumer Confidence as well as US existing home sales uh, tonight and Consumer Confidence Index there. So uh, a few points of interest there for the market. In terms of stocks in focus this morning, uh, we've got Intertech Pivot hosting its AGM and Elders shareholders will get their dividend in their poor. Um, KMD Brands which owns Kathmandu, said sales were 12.5% below last year's levels in its latest trading update. And Orica is set to acquire a Canadian sensors and data delivery company for a whopping 560 million Aussie. It has entered a binding sale and purchase agreement with Vance Street Capital to buy Terra on a cash-free, debt-free enterprise value basis. Other news this morning, we've got PointsBet, CFO Andrew Mellor will transition out of the role following the company's half-year results in February next year. So that is some some of the headlines. Nickel Industries uh, Chairman Rob Neal to retire at the end of this year. Uh, Growth Point Properties, GOZ, has reaffirmed uh, FFO 22.5 to to 23.1 cents a share for that. We've also got uh, Pack Group. Uh, Kin Group has increased its stake to 80.01% there, so I think that one's pretty done and dusted. Uh, the 84 cents uh, offer is final. Pack Group recommends holders accept the offer uh, there. So that one looks as if it is, as they say, all over Red Rover. That is the price. There's 116.6 million shares on the bid at 84 cents. I think that one's pretty much done. Uh, PEXA completes the previous announced acquisition of Smooth, confirms FY guidance uh, as well. 
We have Alkane resources reporting further Kaiser infill drilling results, including, this is a biggie, 501 metres at 0.45 grams of gold equivalent from 228 metres. 501 metres of 0.45 gold. Well, there we go. Uh, we also have seen today a Telex Pharmaceutical CMO Colin Haywood is stepping down as well. Adriatic Metals, which has got a polymetallic project in uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina, has updated ore reserves estimate for the rupees deposit. Further MRE update is scheduled for the first half of 2024. And uh, Livent and Alchem shareholders both have approved the merger of equals. That deal is expected to close on the 4th of January. It will become known as something not that Arcadium Lithium PLC. Arcadium Lithium PLC. So another merger of, in brackets, equals. Karoon has been reinstated outperform at Macquarie. Prior rating was outperform. Uh, they have a target price of $2.50. Sigma Healthcare downgraded to underperform from neutral at Macquarie. Target increased to $0.88 cents from $0.80. Cents. That obviously is the chemist warehouse uh, deal on the horizon at the moment. Pilbara uh, downgraded to sell from neutral at City. They have a target of $3.90. Aluka Resources downgraded to neutral from buy at City. Target cut to $7.50 from $10.20. A big cut there. And uh, Fisher & Paykel Healthcare has appointed Andy Nickel as COO there. That's about it for me today. Not much else to report as yet. Uh, the market, as I said earlier, SPY Futures showing a pretty positive day yet again. So that looks as if we're going to continue to trundle higher on our index. And it could well be that we have 7,600 in our sights uh, before the new year. That would be uh, a much better year all round for investors and dig us out of the um, soft and smelly. Well, that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.